Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands. This week, uh, it's a little bit different of an episode. Uh, normally, we have on representatives from breweries, the owners, the brewers. This week, um, I'm having on two people I've met recently who are awesome, who uh, both of them run uh, very popular accounts. Um, one has a fluffy cat, and his name Don't is, <laughs> or three fluffy cats, but well, then I guess you're, you should really put a S at the end of your Instagram account because it does say Lorenzo the beer cat. Yeah, so, just leave that to me, Chris. It's fine. We're good. All right. So that's Scott, <laughs> Lorenzo the beer cat. A dickhead. And Hi. We're, we're also joined by Rob, who a lot of you probably know as Hayes Boys. So thanks for joining me, gentlemen. Thank you for uh, having us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it must be. Uh, must be, you can tell it's the winter time because the brewery guests are slow right now, and you have us idiots on. <laughs> well, I um, I actually I got my scheduling mixed up, and I thought I had something scheduled for this week, and it turns out I didn't. So I was like, "Hey, these guys probably don't have anything going on." So, hey, Chris, it's cool. We'll be your fillers. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love it. I love. It's like we're really not talking to anybody that important today. So let's huh. just go to these guys that have accounts. I um I I actually feel like this this episode will have really good numbers because uh, uh, now it's a goal of ours to make sure that you do. Yeah. Well, but also like after I had posted the story with the two of you in it, I was asked by multiple people like did you really get to meet them? And I was like, yeah, and they're awesome. They're hilarious. This I mean, you you guys have fans. It's bizarro, believe me. <laughs> I, I gotta say, listen, it's crazy. It really is kind of a wild thing. Um, I mean, listen, we're you met us. We're regular dudes. We're just two guys who drink beer and spend way too much time on Instagram. And it's still like kind of bizarre when somebody comes up to you and you're like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I shared your meme with like seven friends." And I'm just like, "Hey, cool." I mean, yeah, that's great and all. I'm glad you laughed. That's the whole point of it, but. Uh, you know, it's even more weird with, with Scott because, you know, people are sharing his pictures of his cats and it's kind of really weird, but, but we, 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 we hang out quite a bit together, especially in public forums for beer events. And we have ways of outs of getting out of conversations with people because somebody will come up to me and be like, Oh my God, Lorenzo the beer cat, this and that. I'm like, have you met Hayes boys? And then they quickly just go off. They go off like, what? He's here. And then I just can slither away and I'm good. And Rob has done it to me in the past too. So. We have a very unique buddy system. And it's yes. like it's like the try to fuck your buddy system. <laughs> I think um, yes. you, you, you kind of just completely ruined your uh, your escape route though. Uh, nobody listens to this, Chris. Come on. Don't You're right. There's like a, nine actually. people. You know, America the Brutiful was seven. You have I'm, nine probably. No, I don't, so. I, I don't think I have that many. <laughs> I, I ran out of money. I had to stop paying people, so the numbers dive bombed after that. And that's and that's why we're on the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think we get a kick out of the fact that even like online, when we comment on each other's posts and things like that. I mean, we, as friends do, you kind of give each other a little ribbon. There's people out there that actually think that you know Rob would take jabs at me or I would take jabs at him, and they don't know if we're serious, especially if I comment on a Hayes boys post and give him a little, you know, nudge or something, he's, 
he gives it to me 10 times worse than I ever can come back at him. But uh, it's just good natured uh, brotherly love. <laughs> I think stuff like that's funny. There's there's a brewery in Frederick that does that with me. Like anytime I post about them, I just put in like super negative stuff and whenever and like then they'll they'll share my post and put something like, even though we hate this guy, he takes great photos and <laughs> and I've had like I've had people in Frederick come up and ask me, like, do you do you guys really hate each other? <laughs> you know, you're doing a good job when they think that you're actually hating each other. Yeah. Yes. So it's funny though, like you had mentioned, uh, people come up to you and and tell you that they share your memes to their friends. Like I have a few ongoing like group chats with different brewery owners, and we definitely share your memes around <laughs> each other. No, I mean you know it's I I think it's funny that that it's kind of evolved to that point because it started out as like a super niche thing with a bunch of local guys who happened to probably not have the greatest opinion of Scott early on, which, you know, is another funny story in itself. We can get into that later, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it eventually kind of morphed after a couple of years of just doing really dumb shit into, you know, being very, very much pro brewery and like anti nonsensical beer scene. I won't even say anti, but just like kind of poking fun at it because it deserves to have fun poked at it. Well, it's I mean, so ridiculous. It, it definitely everything about it invites mockery, right? And you know, I mean, so that's the angle I I went. You know, pandemic was hitting, and I was out of work. I wouldn't even say I was out of work, but I wasn't going to my regular job on a regular basis. So I needed to fill the void, and I just said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to use this little platform that I've somehow managed to build to try to make people laugh on a daily basis, and. uh you know, that's kind of where we're at at this point. The rest is, I, I guess, history, bad history. But, uh, no, uh, but Rob, I think you've also, I think you, you turned your powers to good. You know, like where breweries might have been scared of Rob in the past, you know, when he first was starting Hayes Boys Up. You know, it's like you didn't want to, you didn't want to end up on Hayes Boys account. Now the amount of support that an account like Rob's has can actually, you know, be, you know, just amazing for a brewery. If Rob posts a picture with the amount of followers that he has and gives some support, he's because he does that. I mean, you can you can you can get past some of the the memes that he does. I mean, when Rob wants to throw support around a, a brewery that he's you know become friends with or that uh, he likes their beer, he gets the job done just as good as any other influencer out there. And I know he probably hates that word, but uh, it's a disgusting term. It is, but. <laughs> he, You've 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 definitely used your powers for good. It, you know, District ninety six is a huge, uh, you know, common cause that we both have. Good friends of ours, so um, it's not all negative, and you know, what, what people might want to think that he's out to to fuck everybody over, but that's definitely not the Rob I know. I'm like a six year old drawing of a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. Did did you start Hayes Boys at the beginning of the pandemic, or were you already doing that and then it just ramped up? No, this stupid shit's been going almost five years now. It's crazy. Okay. It's, it's like you know, in, in a way, I think this is therapy for me to talk about it. Um, <laughs> no, we um we started it. Uh, my friend Greg and I we were uh, we were hungover one morning in Equilibrium's parking lot, 
you know, at a beer release at like 6 a.m. Like, you know, the beer nerds do and or they did back in the day. And by uh, 6 a.m. He means 4 a.m. It might have been 4 a.m. <laughs> I know the I think the sun had just come up and uh, I, I made fun of my friend Joe, who was like breakfast guy up at Equilibrium for the longest time. Shout out Joe Nemechek. Yeah. And uh, I was called I for the longest time I was calling him a haze boy because all he drank was hazy beers. And uh, my friend Greg's like, we should make a beer group called Haze Boys. I'm like, I'm doing this right now. It's done. That's how Rob works, just so you know. Like, you could just be hanging out with him and just say something. And like, he just turns away and he's like, I'm doing this right now. And I'm like, yeah. really? Like, and that's that's the perfect example. I didn't even really realize it, that story Listen, from you I've and Greg. Got, I've got one speed and that's aggressive. <laughs> you know? So, like, we made this account. So that, you know, again, you got these two idiots who are drunk. Well, I don't, I don't know if we, I don't think we were drunk at the time because we were hungover. But Greg walked the line and was like having everybody add this group. And by the end of the release, we had like 100 people in the group and it kind of grew. And people just did dumb things. Like I filmed it. I mean, at the beginning, there was no memes. It was just like people, you know, throwing answer crawlers or stepping <laughs> on Bolero Snorpiers or shitting on treehouse like that was kind of like what people did and i mean you still see that type of stuff online in beer groups just to, it was you know, the, people do this shit to get a rise yeah. out of people it was like if you were there if you knew if you know you know like if you were in that line you knew when you know joe punted a tiku or you know drank a what was it soul art you know this pineapple smoosh and you know peach smoosh peach smoosh it's like you know that was their way to kind of you know, remember what they just went through sitting in line overnight or whatever it was. I was never a big overnight line guy at EQ. I did it at other half. That's where I kind of cut my, uh, you know, like was, did my stupidity stuff was, was sitting in line <laughs> at other half where Rob was in Middletown and I would go to EQ, but it was like the cannonball run that was after other half. And now people just mail day. beer to your cat. Uh, yeah, that's, they don't, they do. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I've, Beer mail is essentially how I got recognized was from trading beer. Lorenzo, the beer cat account was started as basically like my little Rolodex of telling people what I had to trade. I would, you know, post a picture and just to distinguish myself, I put the cat there because every account looked the same. It was just a beer hall or a beer post. And you could scroll through Instagram and see the cat and say, oh, that's that guy. Oh, look, he has that. So when somebody would DM me and be like, hey, what do you have to trade? I'd be like, just look back at my posts, you moron. This is what <laughs> I have. You know, let, let's, just, let's just call it what it is. The real reason you started to hide behind the cats is because if a trade ever went south, the cats would be sent to BBT and not yourself. <laughs> so they, the, the cats would get doxxed and the local veterinarian would get doxxed. Uh, yeah, and all, all the shit that's ever been said about me on Beer Advocator, it was never that I was a bad trader or made a bad trade, Rob. So you know that. I, and I do. It's, I find your joke funny, but not true. <laughs> funny, but a lie. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. So, no. As a trader, you, 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 your reputation was what it was. I mean, I'm not much of a beer trader as it is, but you know, uh, you would not want to screw somebody over because the powers that be of the internet will take you and 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 throw you in the dumpster real quickly. Listen, serious question. What's your beer advocate trader karma? My, my what? I don't your have beer. A, ad, you, oh no, you don't have a beer advocate trader karma score. You're not like that OG. No, I was, is that I, is that a thing? Right? Isn't that a thing? Like, didn't that like wasn't I, there like a trade board? I was never in trade groups. All of my trading got done on Instagram 
through DMs. I wasn't, I really never did it on Facebook groups or definitely not Beer Advocate. Beer Advocate can, you know what they can do. Kick rocks. Wow. Wow. Always because of their, or because of their new ownership. No, I, I don't mean the company itself. I'm talking about the all the, the people groups. on it. Yeah, the, the the ones that take themselves way too seriously. They know who they are. Wow, cat taking veiled shots at people, and we're not even <laughs> through the first segment. Yeah, let's no. go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, for oh, actually, good. That's a that was a good reminder for me. Thank you. Uh, we do need to take our first a sponsor. We, Beer Advocate. We do. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to Beer Advocate for kindly being a long time. <laughs> Uh, you should warn us of who your advertisers are so we don't shit on them uh you, uh they're all safe from you i don't think you'll okay. you'll, you'll uh attack any of them well we'll just okay. I'll, I, don't, I'll, I don't think if, yeah, I'll, I'll tug my ear if you start um okay. but on that note uh let's take a real quick sponsor break and when we get back you can finish telling the story about how scott ripped off all kinds of traders uh, so we will be right back Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday? Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. Right, so how how old is Hayes Boys then? Do you have a rough? Oh, you said five years, right? Yeah, it's this is this is year number five. So I think I made it in like November of seventeen. Uh, so this would be five years, a glorious anniversary. Um, yeah, we've hit five years. If we make it that long, you know, um, Instagram is starting to crack down on like the beer shitting accounts. Uh, I know DDB posted a thing today that he got another strike for posting reposting some like thing that had guns and some giveaway that some brewery did and he got nailed again. I don't know. The whole platform, like Instagram is just fucked up right now. It is definitely breweries. It's become aggressive. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you you can't call things that. Well, Hey, I had two posts (laughs) taken down yesterday. Seriously? It it was, it was about music. It was, it was um, on their, on their fucking platform. Yeah. Yeah, On their platform. They offer. Oh, you use so I used this, and it wasn't. It was a. It was the Narcos one. It was the song, the theme song from the Netflix show, and I had to repost it three times. I literally had to upload the music myself to kind of like get around their. I don't know. It, it, they were. I was on their radar yesterday, and or was it yesterday? No, two days ago, and they just killed it. 
So mine was not about content. Mine was just about what music I tried yeah. to use um, that they deemed, you know, not Facebook or Instagram worthy. Or, I'm yeah. I'm doing things wrong because I haven't I haven't had anything removed yet. I don't <laughs> work harder. Trying. That means you're doing it right. <laughs> you I haven't guess. posted this podcast yet. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're bending you're bending the knee to Zuck. Yeah, my daddy. Um, I think we talked we talked about it with with um, at imprint, and I think you know what the consensus was is that once you're on their radar, it's hard to get out of their scope, you know. And they can, and I think, you know, DDB, uh, he's right now in their crosshairs, so he needs to tread lightly. Um, when did you start Lorenzo the Beer Cat? Oh, um, I don't know, 2016, 2017, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was, I, I was fairly new to craft beer and my wife had, was, was stopping by some liquor store in the city and I told her that they had, uh, Lizard King <laughs> or some, some beer that I couldn't get here in New Jersey and she it's stopped amazing. by and picked up a four pack and I put it on the counter and Lorenzo just jumped up and it wasn't like anything about me putting him there. He just kind of jumped up and was like greeting my wife. Hello. And I snapped a picture of it, the post on Instagram and that was it. And lizard King back in like 2016, when I started doing doing like the deep dive into some of this, you know, crazy hazy shit or just even IPA shit. That was like a big time beer that you could get your hands on. Yeah, like Ninja versus Unicorn was another uh, one. Oh yeah, that yeah. was all over the place. People, yeah, I mean, uh, just... people showing off that they had it. Sure, and a great beer. I mean, still to this yeah. day, it's a great beer. Just so not what people generally kind of go for these days. Four Score yeah. is dropping three uh, hazy IPAs this weekend that I just got done photographing for them. That are phenomenal. What they're three collabs to ones with abomination ones with another maryland with a maryland brewery olivers and then ones with um astrolab and it's a single a double and a triple they're so good speaking of good haze nice and there's our four score promotion (laughs) (laughs) listen you got to shout out abomination yeah they're good dudes yeah josh esu grad right that was um that was definitely my favorite of the three they were it was they were all brewed at four score um abomination did develop the recipe with them and it was that one was phenomenal and it has your typical abomination artwork oh yeah i I forget the um i'm gonna say sam hyver maybe he does like yeah he's just does work for them He's, he's he's really cool um so I did, and what you're doing is kind of different from what um, Worst Beer Blog did. Actually, it's very different. But do you feel like um, him deactivating his account helped yours take off? Um, well, it didn't get him really. on the top 50 list, though. Oh, here we go. Don't start that <laughs> shit. That bullshit 55 copy pasta list i don't know i'm gonna go into that again you want to get that rant go to the america america the brutal podcast a few weeks ago chris is waving his hands don't talk 
Not one. Yeah, go to um. Well, actually, I'll just I'll provide a link to that episode yeah, you if you if there you want to if you want to hear the top fifty Instagram account rant, you can go listen to that. I I have a feeling though that Scott will be trying to bait you into that a few more times. Oh, of course he will. And listen, I'm a sucker. I take the bait. No, like when 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 Worst Beer Bog kind of just left the scene. Um, yeah, there was a void that you know obviously needed to be filled, but I didn't really ever think to fill that void just because there was a lot of stuff that was being posted. And I think this is part of the reason why he ended up leaving and because, you know, people are passionate about what they believe in. And, you know, there was a lot of stuff from, you know, every angle coming at him that was getting posted. And then not only would you have to deal with the, the, the blowback from people who weren't against or who were against an idea like that, but if there was businesses involved, you had to deal with that and juggle all these things. And it just, it, it's, it's overwhelming. And, and it's, I, it started I, to get really heavy. Right. Like it, it went from just being jokes to like him being sent like atrocious stories. Oh. Right. Oh yeah. 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 And you know, that's, and what happens if you, if you don't post something, you know, and like, yeah, then you have to deal with, Oh, is, is my, uh, my story not good enough for your page or, you know that type of stuff it's it's tough and you know i give him credit for running as long as he did but it can be exhausting and and that's kind of the reason i stay out of most of this stuff and i try not to have an opinion especially like politics and stuff like nobody wants to hear what the hell i have to say about politics and i have no interest in sharing it you know i'd rather just try to make people laugh keep things down the center of the road um be sensible about things that i post and you know kind of leave it at that if anybody else wants to jump in on that fray and things you know, you know, I posted the thing about threes the other day, but all I did was provide the information. This is something that went. You can make the your judgment, and usually that's more fun anyway, because people start to argue and bitch and moan in the comments, and I just love watching that dumb thing, dumb shit happen. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, I personally think that that's the beauty of Rob's account is that it's. Uh, if you had a gift to kind of describe it, it, would just be the guy eating popcorn, because Rob just throws it out there, and then it's just like. Or the like, east, the eastbound yeah. and down guy uh, whipping out the <laughs> the lawn chair. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Just and that's the you know that's great because he doesn't have to have an opinion. He has his own personal opinion, but the minute you put it out there, you're choosing sides. He lets both sides just go to town on each other and and have it out and you know let the body sit the floor. He kind of just <laughs> does his thing and he just sits back like with the evil laugh and you know one of um. Watch it, watch it burn. <laughs> One of my favorite memes just gen- in general are the change my mind ones because they're always hilarious. <laughs> and your your versions of the change my mind meme are phenomenal. And like the the Pilsners are trash one. Oh, that, <laughs> was was like, that the newest one where the guy got arrested? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that one That's had good. me just cracking up. And I think another beauty of your memes are they're like they're a very nice balance of well done photoshopping and trash photoshopping oh god yeah (laughs) oh yeah like sometimes i mean you just try to put something out there that's like you just you don't want to you don't want the the message to be blurred out by you know a shitty like trying too hard on the photoshop so you just throw a shitty hat photoshopping like totally shit the hat's too big it's twisted one way yeah. it's just awful you know or you know just things are blended in that are not blended in like it's just 
I, I think I did one with uh, with some Pokemon meme, and I just put a bottle of side project where I just cropped the picture and I just stuck it right in there. <laughs> I didn't try to like cut the thing. I just threw some shitty picture in. But that the Rob pills... is good at hiding little things too. He, he'll he'll hide like little Easter eggs within there that like I'll I'll always comment like attention to detail, and that's Rob's you know go to thing to say to me. But like if I see like a little something that he kind of hides into the meme or that if you really aren't looking closely at and he's taking the time to, you know, Photoshop that in. It's, it's always, uh, oh, now I know to start looking more closely. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Now you're, I, now I'm going to have to add more stupid shit. In so people <laughs> can't find it. I don't really do that that often. Like sometimes I will. You, did, like, you went stop. through a fa- COVID. You were, you were more, you had more time on your hands to, to do it, but we would joke. I mean, you literally, we were part of uh, one of other half's fan fam and, and, and two, you know, last year, and Rob literally put the can that he was promoting into a meme prior to the release of it. And like, we knew it was there and like, cause we talked about it and he's like, he nice. sees it there. So like he literally <laughs> released the beer, the picture of the beer that he was going to be <laughs> promoting for other app before it even got announced by other app. And we just got this, <laughs> even, even if just the two of us saw it and realized it and recognized yeah. it, we were just laughing our asses off about it. But, but the the pilsners are trash, and oh, and the uh, the curling one, both of those, oh, yeah. both of those just have me cracking up. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the curling meme is yeah. that's beer nerds setting their beers up. Yeah, it's got to be perfect. It has to be angled just right, so that picture will really pop when you post it to Instagram where everybody else's pictures are exactly the same and everybody's trying to one up each other with the same stupid ass pictures. I feel attacked. Chris, you, you, you do. I was going to say you kind of resemble the, the U S curler. I mean, I'm not, I didn't want to say it, but you kind of said it yourself. I mean, Oh, I definitely so, said. Yes. So I would uh, do that. I did that curling thing with Andrew's face. The la- I don't know when it was. It was definitely over COVID. That curling guy was making the rounds with his his face, and I, I, I think I did some other half stuff with that. That was yeah, you did. Funny. Yeah, well, I, you you. Well, I forgot which meme that was, but it was. Rob got me all funny. into like loving Photoshop, and and I'm not nearly anywhere near as good as he is at memes and stuff. But we've had some fun back and forth, and Rob has shown me a few apps to use and. Uh, my photoshopping skills have gotten better because of him. <laughs> well, the uh, worst, the worst part about the worst part about you kind of getting involved with it is that, like, we'll be in a group chat with with <laughs> with Justin and Johnny, you know, from District ninety six, and it's like a somebody race. will post it's, it's a race. Somebody will post a picture, <laughs> and then we'll just spend like the next two or three hours going back and forth, adding new shit yes. to the pictures. <laughs> 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 that's the best like, it just, and it'll just go back and forth where like Justin and John will be like laughing and then Scott and I will just keep uploading new versions of the picture and it just morphs into complete mayhem we've done that several times that's we, I mean if there, if this is not like I said this is a cry for help this is two people who need new hobbies <laughs> what, uh, what are you drinking right now uh, I'm going with a little he asked me you don't Sorry. care about you. You have the can sitting in front. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, I'm drinking a little Snake World Order, District oh. 96, obviously. Damn. So, uh, yeah, delicious, delicious beer. You can go ahead now, Kat. I am drinking from North Park Hop Foo. 
Uh, this was oh, nice. like uh, this is from my reel today that I opened up a box from the North Park folks, and this is their classic West Coast IPA. Nice clean beer, enjoying it very much. Very good beer, very hoppy. Yeah, there's a triple version of this that I'm not ready to go into, but apparently they have um, triple foo that nice. was in there too. But North Park, nice. good stuff, San Diego, California. Yeah, good good people too, definitely. So do you like the things you mock or do you, do you legitimately hate them? Hate what? Who are you talking to? Yeah, you cut out. Rob. Yeah. Oh, do you, oh, Rob, do you, Rob, do you <laughs> legitimately hate the things you mock or do you actually enjoy them? So like the... I, I, this is going to be like terrible radio because no, it's it's going to be terrible radio because it cut in and out there. So oh. I, I like blurred the question twice. <laughs> All right, well, 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 third time's a charm. Just fill in the blank, Rob. Do you yeah. do you like or do you hate? Yeah. <laughs> Just what what do you think? I asked. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I'm terror now. I'm terrified. Dude. I'm wondering if my internet's screwing up. Am I screwing up the podcast now? Is it my internet? No, it's his no. hamster wheel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I uh, I forgot to feed the hamster during the camp the break. Um, do you do, do I you hate, what? Do you hate the things you mock, or do you actually enjoy them also? Because I mock a lot of the things I I do enjoy. No, I I enjoy it obviously, just because I mean I I don't think I would have I'd be doing it for as long as I've done it um, if I didn't enjoy it. No, he's asking a question of if you hate the things you mock. So I think he's trying to get to like the fruit oh, beers fruit and stuff. Yeah, like the yeah. fruit no, beers. Well, no, okay. The... So all right. So we'll talk about so like the fruit. So beers, so like say I, this said... this delicious can of Sands Jams pineapple mango, uh, crisp with um, with soft serve powder. Do you <laughs> hate this <laughs> or my my esophagus? would scream at me if I had more than like two or three ounces of that. But that's uh, just my personal preference. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I, I think fruited sours are gateway beer. I think they bring a new audience into craft beer. Totally um, agree. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good thing for the industry as a whole. Me personally, I, I just can't really get into them that much. And not just because I, not because I think they're bad, but it's just not my thing. And like I said, yeah. I'll, I'll get like the Harper and real bad. You know, if people want to call me a wuss because I don't drink fruited sours that are like <laughs> 800 calories a can. That's cool. I don't care. I mean, you can enjoy them all you want more for you. But um, I, um, yeah, I, I completely planned on uh, having a crispy boy because that's mainly <laughs> what I drink. Uh, but my taste buds were completely blown out <laughs> from <laughs> from the three different uh, IPAs that I had. So I was like, eh, I'll just have some fruit juice. Yeah, there you go. You need to get your your helping of fruit in on a daily basis. Yeah, it's dessert, and it doesn't matter how wrecked your palate is; it's just fruit juice. That is correct, Robbie. Is it? Is there something in fruit? Like, is it the lactose? Is it something that kind of is? Is there a trigger for you that really sets it off? Where you is there a real hate for something other than? 450 north or something or is it no 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 i don't like i said i don't i don't really hate anybody in craft beer i strongly dislike the owner of floodland because he (laughs) doxed a friend of mine 
Um, Valid. And I make I make no bones about that. Like, but no. Um, Where's that brewery? I'm not familiar with them. Seattle. Bloodland? Seattle. Okay. Um, no, I mean, lactose makes me shit my pants in the morning, but um, uh, I try to stay away from that. Well, it sounds like the the, with the beer. fruit boys, it's the the acidity yeah, the that's the problem. Yeah, the acidity yeah. and like, like I said, they're good and all, but you know, you have a little bit more than that, like a, a four ounce pour here or there. I mean, if I if I get it over like sixteen ounces of a fruit beer, I'm in trouble. I'm in like massive trouble. Like I, can, I might chew down a half a bottle of Tums. <laughs> I can even say that for some of these pastry stouts right now too. I mean, we had one this past weekend. Not going to mention what it was, but I mean, if you drank more than you, three you ounces, you want to mention it's so no, bad. You want to say it? Yes, I you drank do. it. No, I did. I yes, drank you did, it. But you stop, boy. I, I knew that Chris's next question would be, "What was it?" Or maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. I know say Dan. Or, yeah, no, come shut on, up. say it. Stop. Why won't you say it? it? it no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was very. It was like a, it was syrupy. It was. It was a true on pastry stop but if you could find me somebody that could finish that bottle uh then more power to him because it, it would have just wrecked me if i tried to drink that much of it I mean, what we drank how much we all drank of it sharing it around a table was the perfect amount but it was chocolate syrup <laughs> it was two ounces of straight tar yes i'm looking forward to saturday uh my awesome new pin that i ordered <laughs> will be delivered oh, I, I ordered one pilsner yeah, boy, I, ordered, right? I ordered one of the pilsner boy <laughs> pins listen we got shout out shout out to pilsnerish because he's sending a, a small little package of pins to district 96 for the boys you're nice. never going to see that package just so you know very excited about that <laughs> probably not yes it's in some back room of it's like no way it's i've, I've sent things to district to find them is on a you're on a, a scavenger hunt you might as well just give <laughs> just it up go now. into an abyss yes things get lost in breweries especially you know like when this just you beers get sent there and then you go try to find them and they're in one fridge or another walk-in and grubby hands get their hands on stuff it's it's uh those walk-ins are uh black holes Right, let's take another real quick sponsor break um, and we get back. Uh, I guess we'll talk about black holes. So we will be right back. I buy my beer at District East in downtown Frederick, Maryland. They have an amazing selection of local and hard to find beers. And I love the option of making my own mix and match custom six pack. District East is on Northeast Street in Frederick in the same shopping center as Showroom Restaurant and Rockwell Brewery. Most weeks, they have over 950 beers in stock. Check out this week's selection at www.districteastbeer.com. Are you planning on having custom glassware made for your business? Glassware availability for 2022 has already reached capacity, and it looks like costs will predictably rise this year. Don't worry. ACS Brand My Beverage has you covered with over 6 million units of the most popular glass styles exclusively in their inventory to meet your branded glassware needs right now. Lock in today's lower prices and take immediate delivery, or ACS will store your product for you until you're ready. Email sales at brandmybeverage.com or visit brandmybeverage.com to reserve your glassware. 
McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. What is um, the beer trend that you find the most infuriating? Oh, shit. That's a loaded question. And first, we'll let Scott go first. I mean, the lactose in the IPAs, it's it's the, the easy, low-hanging fruit. But it's just some breweries over overdo it. I, mean, I feel all, like that's kind of know. dying off, though. I don't see uh, not, quite not, not for some of the breweries here in Jersey. They okay. they tend to go for it. You know, I mean, we were just passing around a a, a post by just brewery. It was in the stouts. I mean, they had a stout week, and every single stout had lactose in it. Uh, I mean, there's you know, shout out Icarus in Jersey. I mean, love them, but if they don't throw lactose in an IPA, it's <laughs> not an IPA for them. They have one called well, milk, milking it. You know, I mean, it's let's uh, let's give proper stats. There was 24 beers on that beer list from that brewery that you will not name, and 15 of the beers had lactose in it. I counted. Yeah, and that's too many. <laughs> See that? Okay, that doesn't happen down here. Yeah, 15 of 24. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Maybe they got a really good deal on uh, lactose. <laughs> No, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, the older I get, the less I wanted. I will with so many other options in the marketplace that I'll turn myself away from it. I mean, I know there's a place for it, but it doesn't have to be in my IPAs. I mean, and, it, and I don't drink too much pastry stout like solo doming bottles or things like that. So I'm not worried about it as much in there. I know it's used more there yeah. than anything. But uh, I think somebody that can do it without it can can show how they can brew the beer without the the milk sugar and the lactose to me it it proves that you know they can do something without it and I, I i would tend to grab that beer before i would grab the one that's overly um you know milk sugared so that's my answer what yeah, about I, you, I wish i had i wish i had a, a, a better answer or another answer but i'm in the same boat like uh, lactose to me has always been the one gimmick that has always been like dominant. Um, the other thing, I guess, and this one's this. I'm going to get so much hate on this one, but I mean the whole, the whole like, let me add candy and breakfast cereal and all this other bullshit. Like, I mean, come on, like. No, uh, I, th- I I agree. I think that there's and you know my favorite brewery in the world does it better than anybody else. I mean, other half they've got a beer called Kooky Kooks and they throw cereal and candy. And everything in it. I prefer it when you can say this is, say, a Reese's peanut butter inspired stout, and then they use ingredients to yeah. recreate that, you know, that, right. that flavor profile. So, to me, that's much more than just say dumping, you know, ten thousand gallons of, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups into it. You know, that's yep. Yeah, I made I made a fruity pebble, uh, fruited sour with a local brewery, and we used the the fruit equivalents of what flavors are supposed to be in fruited fruity pebbles. Yeah. And, and Scott nailed my point right there. Like, you know, it's one thing if you're trying to capture that and like make that the profile and make that the inspiration. But when you're, when you're dumping like 
nerds in the beer or uh, Lucky Charms or, you know, some other fucking stupid thing. Like, you know, it just So feels, who, who you know, do you blame more, though? The consumers. All of them do it. They all do no, it. No, 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 no. The consumers who eat it up and buy up every drop or the breweries for doing it. Consumers, 100%. Yeah. Consumers. I mean, because yeah. I... It, if I was a brewery, I'd be doing it too. Because it... oh no, it's smart. It's, it's <laughs> no, I, I get it. Like from a marketing standpoint, it's super smart. If you put in something that's going to tickle some, some uh, you know introvert beer nerds inner child, <laughs> and you're going to get them to buy like a case of some beer with like a cartoon character on it from when they were like twelve. Um, yeah, I mean, why the hell wouldn't you do it? Um, I mean, I guess that kind of ties into IP theft and I, you know, all that, that was stuff. actually going like, to be my a, next question. <laughs> that's a funny thing too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just smart business and, and everybody's trying to do the next thing. I, the one that I think, and I think they're around by you, Chris, uh, the lucky charms one. Yeah. The lucky charms beer. I forgot what the name of that beer was. Uh, it was, um, yeah, there that's down in Virginia, like uh, Virginia, Virginia beach. It was, um, Oh, what's the name of the brewery? It was Lucky Something or Other was the name of the beer. I mean, it was the Saturday, Saturday morning was the name of the that beer. Saturday morning. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And it was Smart Mouth. Is that right? Yeah, I think yep, that's, the, that's it. The, yep, that's it. The beer was But they had a fucking line. They, they had a line around the, the building for it they from did. what I understand when they first then, originally did it. Yeah. Then like yeah. retailers that got their hands on it were then charging like $10 a can for it. And people were lined up to buy that. Yeah, I think the first I, time I remember it being a thing was was and they got huge popularity from it and exposure from it was the veil when they did Hornswoggler and were on like this show called The Chew. And it was, you know, because they put Oreos into the beer. I mean, I'm sure it was done before that, but it was the first time that I remember yeah. it getting national recognition. And I remember drinking the beer and literally there was like crushed Oreo bits <laughs> floating on top of the beer. Do you have one? I've got I've got an old ass can of hornswoggle. This on, is great. On note, there you go. This so like this is the problem. You know, you you collect beers and like you don't drink them. Like this is a relic. This beer was canned <laughs> on 10317. Oh my this goodness. fucking beer is almost 5 years old and somehow it's still sitting in my basement. My <laughs> beer hilarious. cellar. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, we'll it sounds way more sophisticated if you call it your beer seller. Yes, well, yes. I think, I think you, you were impressed with one that you found in my refrigerator last time you were over. Remember uh, in the, which, the, the tired hands one? Oh, yeah, Magotago. <laughs> yes. Well, that talk about a shit beer. I bought that's, a case of that garbage. That's a science project. That's, I don't, mango um, in a, that's mango in an IPA. <laughs> we need to drink that at some point. Just oh, We need to just do a day for science. Actually, I think I have some really old flying dog horn dog. Like I have a five year vertical of it. Um, Jeez. Jeez, but I, I, that's the we, only we were thing. all dog. We were all dogfish had one twenty minutes when I was coming up into this whole thing, where everybody would like stash stash verticals of that around and see. I hate that beer. But they would come out at like it was like literally barley wine, and it would come out at the end of it. Like, like, it's like a barley wine. <laughs> yeah. That was my introduction to Barthelon. <laughs> I'm trying no, to... No, I mean, I... My, I, mean, I um, think if we're... A photo I posted of that um, Lucky Charms beer did really well. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. Because, I like, I... Yeah, I, I got the... The, uh... 
Lucky Charms box, and then my photos, me pouring the beer into a bowl of Lucky Charms and then eating it. Some of my best pictures, Chris, have been of fruit beers or of stouts and using some form of food alongside yeah. of it. I mean, I it's I did a Dewey beer pick, Dewey beer co pick with like a Skittles beer, and I just had the can laid out with Skittles falling out of it. I mean, you know, it's gimmicky, but it also you know gets people's attention. So just as much as it gets people's attention for uh, the consumer, just the people that are looking at our photos and our stuff stuff on the internet it gets their attention too very true mm-hmm. so ip theft what 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 are and and i mean i guess there's there's different degrees of it there's there's the breweries that just completely rip off like it's basically they just download something and slap it onto a can and then there's the inspired ones that are like maybe original artwork but it's inspired by something in pop culture. How, what are your thoughts on those types of labels and branding? Um, I mean, you know, is it overdone? Yes. So like, I remember, I don't know, it was probably a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, all those Ecto cooler beers started coming out and everybody was putting some reference to like, ecto cooler or slime on it and i memed it and i remember going down to uh free the whales last year and i got to hang out with albie from spanish marie and he was on one of the memes and through the meme we started talking and kind of going back and forth and i I literally got to his brewery and he walked out with a with a with a glass of ecto cooler and he goes this you have to drink this now and tell me what you honestly think (laughs) and it was honestly it was delicious it was really really good uh it was well done but yeah i mean it's kind of getting back to what we were saying with the gimmicks with the with the um the candy and the cereal and stuff like that i mean the ip theft the ip theft or the ip uh inspiration if you really want to put it that way it it sells beer well i i mean i have a problem when it's just outright theft and it's lazy i think that's what a lot of people have a problem especially if they're creatives if there's somebody that takes the time to come up with you know, ads like that or, or content like that. And then all of a sudden somebody just flat out steals it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think from the sense of the brewery part of it, it's kind of like, you know, do it and then ask for forgiveness later instead of yeah. trying to get a cease and desist in the mail. Um, I think it's funny when like, you know, big companies like Hershey come after, oh, yeah. yep, you yep. know, little breweries and, <laughs> and they, they really try to get them to, I mean, it happens. We were just, ta- who was it? Was it Icarus? That had a problem with it too, bringing them up again. Was it? Uh, I think it might have been. Uh, I think it yeah, might have been. They had a beer and they had to, didn't they have to like get rid of all the labels and like, yeah, like, they, like scribble stuff on cans or. <laughs> and I know that Hershey. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, I know Hershey got into the beer making business with Yingling and, and stuff, but. Yeah, which still, is definitely why they, why yeah, they started going after people. But I remember to bring up the veil again. I mean, they had a collab with Other Half that was, they, it was like called. Brock, Brock something or other, and it was Bart oh, Brock Simpson. With, it was Brock Simpson yeah. with his yeah. Bart Simpson with broccoli as hair. Yeah, and they literally went after them. They went after them for Trillium got got taken down by Dunkin' Donuts. Well, for, a lot of oh, that was extra cream. I think that was Trillium and uh, Vale. I think or somewhere along the line there. I mean, it's a lot of times when when IP holders go after the the brewery. 
it's often not even the art or the name that they that they're able to get them on so many of them have those fonts trademarked or the color it, mm-hmm. it used is trademark like that's what i've seen on a few cease and desist that's what, like i'm sure who, who made that class this class is made by poor character <laughs> did he i'm sure he, i have a bet oh, oh yeah i'm he got sure nailed. story behind it yeah i'm sure yeah. he got nailed he did and, uh, and what was it, like 150 of these glasses how many glasses were 50 one i think the run was 180 something maybe yeah. and i think 160 something went to sale and and, and the poor guy, like literally, no, no pun intended, poor character, couldn't even post a picture of it after the fact. Like we can all do it. Like we do <laughs> yeah. it. And we tag him all the time anytime I use this class. But he won't reshare it because he doesn't want to get fucking sued by anybody. Yeah. So it's – Listen, it's, of course it's a Hayes Boys collab class. But I think that that's why it's amazing <laughs> that it, it happened and then okay. he got – It's because of <laughs> this little guy. It's too perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a, he's He aggressively protects that. Definitely. Oh my God! It's not even normal. I wish I would have known that before the before it happened because I would have just said no. That's probably. I mean, me, stupid me. I'm like, yeah, it's a great idea. It's funny. Let's go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah the fruit beer is going to show through as the smoke. Yeah, go, go, go. Well, it, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's a meme that's all over the place. You don't expect like it, it's it doesn't fall into that category of something you would think of as protected IP, but then it turns out it's very protected. <laughs> oh yeah i mean i guess it all depends on the individual artist and, and how they decide to either you know protect their property or you know this guy is just very aggressive about how he deals with things that get out there and you know i have to say though i mean i i don't i didn't see the interaction directly other than like a screenshot here or there of an email but he was cool in terms of you know what happened um it just it was more or less hey don't do it again yeah, and I think that I think that that's the way it should be done. It's you get the letter, you get the call, and it's com- you know, especially a lot of times it happens with breweries when a name gets reused, right? And a brewery thinks that they have the rights to the name of the beer, and then you know, I, I know it's happened several times where breweries will just reach out and be like, "Hey, man, you know, like we had that first, and they're like, okay, you know, I won't do it again, or I, yeah. or if you want to go back and you want to start, you know, arm wrestling over it, they they do, <laughs> but." A lot of times it's it's it should just be common courtesy to just, you know, call somebody out and be like, hey, maybe next time don't do that or let's change it up a little bit or change the artwork up. But a, a lot of these are limited run one time only's, you know, but the glassware world tends to be its own crazy animal that I don't even understand. And there's so much stuff that's ripped off. I mean, every glassware oh, yeah. I've seen out there is somebody stealing somebody else's idea or content or, you know, but who knows? That's a, like a lot of them just have to fall under the radar because they repeatedly make stuff that is well, well over the line. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. They, um, you know, glassware is a wacky market. I mean, it's a market that's like, I think the secondary glassware market might be worse than the Russian economy right now. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, it's bad. There was stuff that was going for crazy amounts about six, eight months ago that's not going for anywhere near what it was then now. Well, prices um, on stuff got a little bit out of control. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's a correction. <clears throat> Although people are still paying stupid amounts of money for permanent hang, uh, 
hangover glassies. Yeah, I mean, take the, what the answer does. I mean, Black Ninja, the answer, those glassware. I mean, what was that Mega Man sold for like three grand or was it two grand oh, yeah. or something like that? It was, yeah. it was that level of ridiculousness. But there's like yeah. the the gold um, Willie Becker. It's, I mean, it's just a Willie Becker with some scribbling on it that that people will pay $600 of for and it's funny like anytime someone posts that they're looking for one of those inevitably someone replies with hey i can have a few hundred of those made for you and you'll still have money left over for beer for less than that it's the truth (laughs) glassware is a weird world i mean good for anybody that's into it i mean we've all probably gone through our phases where we wanted to acquire glasses i know scott is kind of still into it a little bit. I waste a lot of um, money on glassware. I don't. I don't buy glassware anymore. It's it's kind of accumulated from breweries and people sending me tea and stuff. But I don't. Uh, back in the broccoli days of, you know, other half broccoli, and I if other half would put out a cool glass, I'd probably still buy it. But um, yeah, I don't. My wife tends to just try to break them all on purpose. <laughs> I've um. Here I've, we go. He's a he's a classic glassware nerd. He's blaming his wife for breaking his glasses. No, it's not the classic. Cat. The cats have never broken a glass. Amber, not the cats. Many. Amber's breaking the glasses with a towel tap. Is it a towel tap? <laughs> yes. No. It's a legitimate. Just dropping them. I um and this entire shelf back here is. Yeah. All right. Looks like Scott's kitchen. <laughs> I put it out there. I made a reel about it. So yeah, my daughter actually did the reel with all the glassware and stuff. Yeah, those are the best performing ones that I that um, I get when I post them. Is like a stupid reel that has just glassware in it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to beer number two. Yep. I need one. Here we go. Here we go. What's that? Course, oh, again, another... rep... No, this is this is the Magnified collab. A little good hair day. Oh, wow. I have the King I, Cobra um, on the can. I just Shout picked, out to King Cobra. I just picked up uh, the the uh, Magnified half of the uh, Cheesecake and Chill collaboration between Fourscore and Magnify. Magnify gets around. There was in that in that box of North Park. There was a Magnify collab. Shout out to Eric, Rudolph, who, who abuses the cat whenever he can. Abuses. <laughs> I mean, it's like I mean, you should call Peter because some of the things that he does to poor Scott, and it's he's a very close friend. That's the sad part about it. <laughs> What um, what's Lorenzo's favorite beer? I mean, my favorite beer is. Well, I said Lorenzo. Be... No, I didn't say he wants Scott. Lorenzo's. We don't care about Scott. We want to know about the cat's favorite beer. My cat doesn't give two shits about beer. <laughs> I love it. They could care less. They don't try. They don't try to drink it at all. They don't like sniff sniff the beer, get the whiskers a little bit wet. They, they're not like moist whiskers. What's happening with that? No, they're not dumb dogs. I used to. I was just gonna say. Wow. I used, I used to have. Oh, a, oh here um, we go. I had a pug that loved beer. 
<clears throat> my uh, my current I like, dog. I like how not, he says used to. <laughs> well, he he died. So it, <laughs> yeah, he, was, he had a he had a rough night, a little long time, yeah. a little long session. He was he was fifteen, and pugs don't live that long. <laughs> it's a hell of a he, life. He had a he had a good run. He was, uh, he was yeah, falling, my, falling apart in his later years. Uh, my favorite beer is, is Double Dry Hop Mylar Bags from Other Half. Oh, classic. Oh, I've had that. That's good. It's not the same beer as it was, <clears throat> but it's there's variations and versions of it that they've kind of messed around with. Um, Do you so also Bedell, like the band before they were popular? Mylar Bags? <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh, I don't... No, no, I mean, yeah, I... I was in line the first. I had that beer before it was ever put in cans. It, it has a special place in my heart. So yes, I, I like the beer. Now, if I drank it today, is it the same beer that I remember from like 2017 or 2018? No, it's beers evolved. Things change. Now it's got to yep. be like triple dry hop with lupulin powder or cryo. Or, <laughs> yes. You know, it's it's got to be like Phantasm. amped up, amped up to the tenth degree to get to get my uh, you know juice is flowing but it's still a good beer rob what is your favorite beer oh just regular beer to like grab i mean right now i mean if i can just get like fresh photo op from district obviously i'm all on board with that just easy drinking yeah i mean i'm sure scott could probably say the same thing like you drink like these double and triple IPAs for so long and you you blast your palate for so long, yeah. all this stuff starts to get muddled together and you start looking for things that are just easy to drink. They're have good flavor. They're clean. You know, that's that beer. Um, you know, I find myself dabbling into, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm walking into like a beer store and I see fresh King Sue from Toppling Goliath on the shelf, I will buy a four pack. There you go. Because even even at even at the level that they're distributing the beer, it's still minus that one batch about a year and a half ago that was trash. It's just <laughs> still done really really well. And for for your money for what you're paying for like that, and you can just walk into a place that's five minutes from your house. I mean that beer is just it's fantastic. What was um, your, what was your first craft beer love? Sip of sunshine from. Lawson's. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good beer. My first craft beer love in this, maybe I'm dating myself here, um, Delirium Tremens. Way back in like the early 2000s. It's a bold choice. That's kind of what, what got in that, me hooked. In that white bottle? Yeah. I would hunt for that shit like late 2000s. Mine was, was Nugget Nectar. It was just such a damn good beer. It was a Belgian. Nugget Nectar. Nugget Nectar. Um, Nugget tropes. Nectar, that's a good beer. No, for me it was the typical trip to Vermont, chasing down sip of sunshine, chasing down heady topper and cans of focal banger and stuff like that. Was what's better, what, heady topper or focal banger? Uh, focal banger, definitely. That's the right answer. Anytime you anytime you you could go and literally like walk into an establishment to even try to find it, and I think one of my first trips up there was before Stowe was the brewery in Stowe was ever um, built. So you still were having to find it. And and the bartender, whoever it was, would crack the can open to hand it to you. Like my goal was to like try to leave the state with a can of it. <laughs> <And> I never <laughs> did. 
<laughs> like I'm just like, oh, just just give me two cans, but just open one. They're like, no, sir, we have to open both. And I'm like, oh. That was so that had a little bit to it, but I still my 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 preference would be the focal banger even to this day. I um I would have been back back in the day when I use Untapped. I was um someone that I would refer to as an as uh, a d bag uh, because I would rate everything on how I liked it compared to Nugget Nectar. You were a ticker. You were a d bag ticker. Everything well, no, was, had a. There was a Nugget Nectar line. It was yeah. above or beyond. If, no, no, there was nothing. There was nothing above okay. it. Nugget oh, Nectar. Wow. Nugget Nectar was a five. If I liked it as much as Nugget, Nugget Nectar, got a five, and then it went further down the scale. That was a real d bag move. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's a bold stance, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for you. It were, I mean, it worked out great for me because I knew right away if I wanted to have that beer again because I knew how it compared to Nugget Nectar. <laughs> what, would, what would happen? What would happen to Chris if all of a sudden they, Trogues, if Trogs did what they did this year and just drop double nugget nectar and he's like oh shit i what do well, i do that now? Com- i didn't know how to rate n- double nugget it completely screwed up <laughs> because that you know, beer is phenomenal have you had it it's phenomenal no, I've, I, I've heard people do enjoy it I've, i haven't had it i i could easily drink a nugget nectar no problem or uh, uh what is it mad elf i have well, that was i was just gonna go nail hit that like so we talked about i, I said delirium so again, you know the the whole Belgian thing. I was kind of into that early mm-hmm. on, and Matt Elf was another one. Every year, I would try to get as many cases of it as I could. How I many was, cases did you a, drink of that? Uh, <laughs> listen, I bought. Th- I remember the one year we found it at one of the local wine countries. When and it I was in bombers, cases of it. When it was in bottles, <laughs> not bombers, oh, just okay. like the sixteen ounces. I bought three fucking cases of it because <laughs> you could only buy one, and I somehow got three. Nice. He didn't see Rob for three weeks. It just was yeah, like... then I'm just I'm just <clears throat> nursing Mad Elf like a complete lunatic. I would always drive up to um, well first uh, Harrisburg, and then to Hershey whenever Nugget Nectar came out, to, and I'd drive up and get a case of it. I mean, listen. Some some of the some of the best beers that we we talk about is like memories. There's Trogues the cat. Beer. Rocco, there. Yeah, <laughs> he took my place. There That's Rocco. I um, I liked how in the past year, Trogues they kind of went around and started doing collabs with a bunch of hype breweries. I thought that was kind of I mean, cool. Listen, Trogues is an OG. Yeah. You know, when OGs start to start to do that stuff, especially when OGs are like still like pr- like privately owned and yeah. they're not bigger than their britches and like they're they're doing stuff with like smaller breweries. I think that's awesome. I mean, um, you know, it's easy to when you get a name that's big enough not to do stuff like that. And anytime so you can go to Hershey Park and along with going to a brewery, why not? Uh, that that is how my wife entices me to go there every year. Is that she promises we will stop at, at Trogues on the way back. You know, if if you were to tell me that this podcast would reveal that I'm a closet Trogues fan, <laughs> I would have never put money on that. It would have been like the prop bet that somebody bet on the Super Bowl that hits. 
Definitely. It's like it's like the first score is a safety. I think if someone says they don't like trogues, you can't trust that person. <laughs> I would agree with that. We know how you feel about trogues, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're a five. <laughs> he's he's not only does his beer literally have like the standard of it, his friends. That's yeah. how he rates his friends. Yeah. <laughs> first thing out of Chris's mouth. Hey, how do you feel about trogues and double nugget nectar? I mean, I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised I didn't ask you that when I got, I mean, it's typically the first thing I say to someone when I meet them. We, <laughs> we could be friends now. Yeah. You passed the trogues test. <laughs> On a scale of zero to trogues, what do you read? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just, I'm just going to start my own rating app and that's going to yeah. like, that's going to be the rating system. The Zero number of trucks. Yeah. How many nuggets do you get? How many nuggets do you get? And anybody that's on the West Coast has turned this podcast off. Yes. <laughs> well, they, they should listening. be seeking out some nugget nectar. <laughs> Now all I want is double nugget nectar. Fuck you. Damn. <laughs> I have three upstairs. Unfortunately, they're in the wrong refrigerator. They're upstairs. They're not in they're not in my cellar. <laughs> Your cellar. I th- I think we need to we need to definitely get John Powers to listen to this podcast, Rob. Yes, absolutely. Does he I hope that's because he loves trogues and not because he he's wor- someone who he can't works be... for trogues. Okay. <laughs> He, he might actually hate you. You should probably get him on your podcast. If you, if you love Trogues as much as you do. I've, I've um, had the Trogner brothers on. Okay. So you, this would be a downgrade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you get, you get John all lit up. Uh, the guy's got a booming, like, like WWE wrestler's voice. He's nice. He's, he's like six foot 12. Cutting promos. Yeah. Like he's just a big dude. And, he can drink the shit out of anything and he's works for Trogues and just like, he's the guy that would like set up, you know, deliver, I guess sales for them or whatever, okay. but he'll talk your ear off. So you, you two yeah. would get along. Cause he's, he's definitely. Um... So I had them on, I know full well, their last name is Trogner and not Trogues. And we finish, we finish up and the marketing person there tells me like that it was really good. And what are you doing, are you Scott? Doing, Scott? <laughs> You're fucking up the recording. I'm gonna go ahead and mute him. Jesus. <laughs> and who the hell gets muted on a podcast? Scott does. That's for sure. What? I sorry. I had to switch headphones. Remember, I told you my earpods were old. Those actually sound a lot better. Now you yeah, now you have like that booming uh, wrestling voice. Oh, okay. And now I, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome. Damn cat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so I, like we finished, and the the head of marketing there um, afterwards tells me like how well it went. And he's like, just one thing though, you introduced them as the Trogues brothers. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I was. Because I was so starstruck and nervous. <laughs> they didn't correct you. No, they didn't. They're gentlemen. <laughs> and scholars. And scholars. <laughs> the uh, the soft pretzel there is amazing. You can tell a lot about an establishment by their soft pretzel. Yeah, I, I agree. 
We had now, to, now million dollar question: Does the soft pretzel come with beer cheese? Yes. Okay. And actually, now I'm questioning myself. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it does. It definitely comes. Well, the thing is, though, it's it has amazing beer mustard. Also, are you a beer mustard? I'm a beer cheese guy. No, I definitely prefer beer cheese, but like the Trogues beer mustard always. Yeah, it comes with both. It comes with both. Fine, fine establishment. <laughs> um. So are are the two of you? Do you regularly go on or are regularly involved with America the Brutiful? Uh, or is that l- lately? Yes, but not. Yes. we're not like we're not like uh, it's not our podcast. We not not affiliated. No, we. I think we we're friends of the show. Friends, yes, that would yeah. be a good way to put it. And recently, Tom um, Simpson had a beautiful little baby boy and he needed to you know do what dads do and focus a little bit more attention at home and he and reached out a, reached out to rob he, and i and said you know could you lend us your shenanigans and we do <laughs> but we're not um, on this we're not on this last week's show so we had we had, oh, to, fill, we had to fill our podcast quotient quota for the week and, and uh come on with you i'm not gonna listen then yeah, it's, uh, I was busting Tom's balls last night about it. Like, when's the episode coming on? And he's telling us about his, you know, how hard it is to kind of juggle everything at home and everything. And then I'm, he's like, "Oh, the the podcast's up," and I'm like, "Eh, we'll listen to it later. We don't really care. It's not us." <laughs> <laughs> no, th- those guys are great. Uh, they shout out Tom and Dan. I've Rob and I both will be the first to admit that. We don't have the know-it-all or the patience to know what it takes to create your own podcast or go through all that editing and all that. So we, if all we have to do is come on and talk about something that we're passionate about and have a little fun with some of our friends and drink some beers, it's it's a pretty easy sell and leave the, the hard hard stuff to the professionals. It's a surprising amount of work. I can I I edit, yep, I edit which is stupid, why I don't have my own podcast. I edit stupid thirty <laughs> second reels, and I know it's hard work. So I can't imagine <laughs> doing a an hour and a half show. You know, you know what though? That's not even the hard part. The hardest part is scheduling. Scheduling guests is a nightmare. Uh, we Rob and I are good at it because we just we don't have any cares in the world, so we'll just like tell people we're gonna you're coming on. Like we, we think we. <laughs> We've kind of just gone to the, uh, like the, <laughs> like even what we did at imprint, like we didn't really tell them we were coming. We were coming for the event. We just said, Hey, by the way, where are we setting up this podcast? And we're like, huh? huh? <laughs> we're like, Oh yeah. By the way, we're doing this. And you know, we've, our connections within the industry, you know, being able to get other half on or, you know, I think people that we know and we can reach out to really easily and they won't say no to us. Uh, Tom and Dan might not have those connections and they love us for that. So, you know, have, um, well, I mean, I think l- l- we'll give you the backstory. Scott threatened to do a reel with them <laughs> and they said, here, just go in the fucking back, record the podcast, wherever you want to do. We're just not dealing with 37 takes of you asking us to, to do up downs or chugs <laughs> or, you know, we're just not going to do that. Just go do the podcast, whatever you need. Not true. 
Actually, have um, you never post reels, do you? Yes, he does. No, I you do thought, post reels. Sorry, I, I didn't. Todd, you never do reels, do you? Who's Todd? Oh, there's a the Todd. I mean, sorry, Rob. I've Jesus you know Christ. I haven't many, been Chris. How many fucking beers do you have? I've, I've how many? I've had a on lot a, on a scale of the fuck is Todd? on a scale of zero to double nectar. How many beers have you? Had? Triple nectar. <laughs> <laughs> I um I have I've hardly been drinking since uh probably November time frame. Uh, today I have had uh close to five beers. All right. It was poorly timed. It was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have had opened this extra one. <laughs> you You're go. doing just fine. <laughs> yes. Rob posts reels and Rob crushes the reels. Because yeah, I just I you, just you loaded can, his account and that and they, it might be recycled bullshit footage. It's all bullshit. But for some reason <laughs> it strikes a nerve with people and I we it's a running joke with us like about how much um, engagement Rob can get with a post or a meme or uh, and it has a lot to do with the algorithm of Instagram and how it works about how frequent you post and because of Rob's you know crazy brain and how it works he doesn't he doesn't give two shits about the algorithm but it seems to <laughs> I work. give zero shits and but it, it works. plays right right oh, into it 100 percent. <laughs> where if i overthink the hell out of it and like we'll say try to time when i'm gonna post something or come up with it first off it's not as easy for me to come up with content with three cats as rob is with you know his memes but it's a lot of work for him to create a meme but he can post five six times in one day and that's exactly what Instagram wants you to do. Instagram yes. wants, well, I mean, wants a lot of content from you. You you nailed it. It's like whatever's bouncing around in my brain. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm like either getting shit sent to me because I mean obviously a lot of the stuff. So anything with beer groups that gets sent to me, I, I don't go fishing for. Posts. That was that was going to be my next question. Do you? Yeah, do you I, do you get sent a lot of stuff at this point? Oh, uh, I get sent plenty of shit. You uh, definitely have. I, I thought for the longest time that you were in Maryland because. Yeah, because I was posting a bunch of the stuff con- in the Maryland. Yeah, Madrid constantly posting stuff from that cesspool. He might be. <laughs> no, he I, might actually be in Maryland right now. We don't know. Yeah. Now, I, um, so I'm, I'm obviously I'm in that group. I'm in a lot of these groups, but I don't rip posts from the groups. Okay. I wait for people to send me posts. Like I'll be watching a flaming dumpster fire happen. So I won't <laughs> I won't screenshot it myself because I just don't. Like I if if somebody finds it interesting enough or two or three people find it interesting enough to send it to me, then I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's probably something that other beer nerds might think is funny. So then I'll post it. Um, yeah, you had, but I'll usually you had a run of so much Maryland beer drinker no, group was, stuff. I was like, this guy has to be in Maryland. No. <laughs> it's just you know, it's funny. Like when if I get on, if I post something from a group, and like it gets reposted, or like one beer nerd will say, "Oh, it's it made haze boys." Then you get a bunch of new people who come and like follow the account. Yeah, and then they start to send you things. So then, like that's when runs on beer groups can happen so it's always like new people who haven't been followers of my page for a while will see something from a beer group that they're in and then they'll send the next funny thing so like i'll go sometimes where i'll just do two or three posts a week from like a brewery for two or three weeks i I did it with the answer group 
for like a month. <laughs> I don't even know when it was. And I was in the group, but people were just sending me shit with people breaking glasses and people trying to resell things and blaming glassware being broken by their wives. Like it just was constant. And I think that's, you know, the, that's kind of, I think that's works. the crazy thing about um, Rob's account is that it's, it's almost like a, a rite of passage for some of these beer nerds to get a po- get something on or make their way onto Hayes Boys. It's like it's almost like a like, oh my god, I've made it, Mom! Like I my, something yeah. stupid that I did made it to Hayes Boys, or something you sent him got put up onto onto Hayes Boys, and it's it's that to me is itself is just his own phenomenon. That it's weird. Yeah, it is. It's like <laughs> it's weird. What you know, um, it's really weird. What beer group has given you the best content? New Jersey one. Treehouse. Oh yeah, yeah. No Treehouse. Treehouse easily. Just <laughs> because it's so big and it's of, so yeah, you post a lot yeah, of Treehouse ones. Treehouse stuff. <laughs> Just because, like, well, I, I mean, I can't even say recently it has because, like, I don't know. It's, I mean, Mar- the Maryland Beer Drinkers Club gave me a lot of stuff for a while. The I can't. The I always call group. Look, you're such a pro. You even know the actual name. I always call it oh, Maryland yeah. Beer Drinkers Group, and it's club. Oh, it's Man. club, hundred percent. Shout out to Irene. <laughs> she follows the account. Um, no, I um, I, I have was... the what's in your glass glass sitting back right right back there. Yeah, I mean, like you know, monkish. I'll get a few monkish posts here or there. Four fifty for the longest time, until somebody figured out I was in the group. And like I got kicked out of the group, but again, like I said, I was still getting posts from the group, yeah. so I just kept on posting stuff, and like I was almost taunting them at this point. How how did they figure they like, out oh, who fuck. you were? Oh, I don't know. Like it, uh, you know, people obviously people know some people know me. It's not like it's yeah. It's no big secret. I mean, it's I, I certainly don't hide from who I am. It's just you know I have my reasons. I've helped him come out of his I mean, shell a little bit with that. I think. <laughs> you know like yeah i mean definitely it's hard to hide when you're hanging out with you know with me and and i'm got the phone in my hand all the time and i think when i first <laughs> when i first met rob it was literally we had never met each other before and obviously if i'm saying it's the first time i met him that uh he had a little bit of like that little bit like i don't want you to know who i am kind of thing and would make sure he had glasses in his uh, on and and we'd cover his face in pictures and stuff. And and then he just kind of started to realize there's no, it's inevitable. I'm hanging out with this idiot. He's going to show my face a lot. And, <laughs> and it going to end up in one of this guy's damn reels. No, nah, that was way before reels and stuff. But I, I think uh, he's, it's, I don't know what it was. I, I never had to worry about it because my face was never out there. It was always just with the cats. So when somebody would recognize me, I'd just be like, how the hell do you know me? Like, I'm not, but I realized <laughs> that in my stories and at events and stuff, I would show my face. My wife was a lot more recognizable than me. I kind of blended well, into the woodwork of other beer nerds. That was kind of when it changed for me, was when I started doing some of the festivals, you know, representing Johnny's yeah. district. And, you know, I would obviously promote and, and you know, just, just throwing it out there. You know, people probably wonder, like, you know, how, how are Scott and I affiliated with District 96? We're just friends with, with Johnny. I mean, that's really what it is. And, you know, we want to see his business succeed. We have platforms and we do what we can to help him out just because he's become a really, really close friend sure. of ours. Um, so along with that, you know, came, hey, can, can you, do you want to go down to this festival? Do you want to go for this festival? And 
that's kind of how our relationship with district has grown. But, you know, in going to those festivals, you kind of have to, you know, let your, let people know who the hell you are in some way, shape or form. I mean, obviously if I'm pouring a beer for district at a festival, I'm not pumping out, Oh, this is Hayes boys, this, that, or the other thing. I'm just pouring the beer for district and yeah. people will yeah. come and, you know, some people obviously know who I am just because they've met me or we interact online, but it's it's just business as usual. I mean, it's you're trying to get rid of district beer and promote the product. But it is funny to like the misconceptions that people have about Hayes Boys, um, about how many people there are. You know, I think you know they take the Z for like you know literally like that. There's multiple Hayes Boys. That there is this big group, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I've been called Hayes Boys before. Just this past weekend, we were at Tin Barn and walked in and. Rob walked in maybe 20 minutes after me and somebody was talking about how they hate Hayes boys. And Dan and I were looking at each other like, do you even know who he is? Like, you know, like when this guy walks into the brewery with his wife and his two kids, you're going to tell him that, he, that you hate him. <laughs> and we're all joking. We're like, what is the, what is your basis for hating on a meme account? Like, I don't understand. Like yeah. what? Show me where the yeah. meme hurt you. Oh, hey, come on. <laughs> There's plenty of hate out there about, I hate your cats. Your cats are ugly. These, I mean, it's like you realize you're talking to a bunch of cats, you moron. So it's, <laughs> it's the level of, you know, the stuff that we get sometimes is, you know, beyond ridiculous. But it also makes it hilarious and some things that we can commiserate about. Now, Scott, you have um, you've done some collaboration beers, right? Yeah, sure. How 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 many different ones have there been? Uh, they've all been with Fat Orange. No, not all of them have been with Fat Orange Cat. One was with Two Tides in Georgia, Savannah, Georgia. The each cat we uh, Vito the beer whale cat was the first one. Vito is no longer with us. Uh, he was an orange. A Persian Himalayan that we had and he just had this perpetual like effed off look on his face and he was great and there's this brewery in Connecticut um, in East uh, Hampton named Fat Orange Cat that we just became friends with and they asked us originally to just be able to post like take a picture and put it on their barn when you walk in and we're like yeah no problem and then they got this really amazing artist named Leslie Herman and he started doing a lot of their label work and they reached out and asked if we could, if they could use his likeness and his name in the beer. And we're like hundred percent, as long as we had some type of say in the, you know, what the beer is. And, you know, he did like a small test batch for us and it took off from there. Then Lorenzo, then we had one for Bruno and then uh, another beer called Family Portrait, which had all of the cats. That was after Rock Rocco <laughs> came into the family. They're going to be rebrewing those beers. I just got a notification, an email from Alex Blanket, twelve percent, that they're going to be running through. They've, these have all gone multiple runs, multiple batches. Has been twelve percent distrib- distributes all across the world, all across the country. So I think that that kind of you know, help get our name out there a little bit, but there's been four from 12% in fat orange cat. And then one from two tides called covered in cat hair, Lorenzo, the beer cat edition. I think, I, I think, um, good yeah. beer. 
I think Vito. I think Vito is the one I've had. Vito has probably been the one that's been brewed the most. Um, there's been multiple versions of it brewed at multiple locations because this is when 12% hadn't even had their location yet that they were brewing out of. I mean, it's it, there's many iterations of it. Um, it's it's a kind of a you know it was before a, a lot of like beer accounts were getting beers and stuff so like people thought that it was kind of this big huge deal and i was just like it's it's just cool i and the, and the beer was good so it wasn't like i was just saying it was some podunk brewery that was just asking to put use my or the cat's likeness i mean we were friends yeah. with them and we enjoy their beer and so we were were fine with helping to promote it and we still do there will be a rocco beer at some point i hope And you have done at least one Hayes Boys beer, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did a couple beers with uh, with local craft beer. Oh, I thought you were talking about the double IPA with district. No, no. It's yeah, Tyson yeah, yeah. Kate, uh, and Katie. Um, you know, so Tyson, Tyson over the years, again, it spawned from the account. You know, uh, somebody called Tyson a shrimp dick on Untapped. And I like, oh made God, fun I'm of it. spit my beer out. <laughs> and we just started talking online and Tyson gets a bad rap online. He is an awesome dude. And, and he came out to the East coast and we hung out at district for uh, like literally like six hours. And he's like, you know, let's do a beer. I'm like, all right. So I had this idea that I was going to do at 450 North way back in the day, which is hysterical that I even say that now uh, before McKinley left and opened up his own brew pub out there. We were talking about doing a beer called rent money, which, which would be very funny in that, scene because many beer mules go and or at least they did go to buy many beers and flip them for rent money um or at least so that the tale went um so, yeah, tyson kinda, yeah so tyson's like dude let's do it it's a great idea so the whole idea behind the beer was doing a green beer that's like the color of money so uh yeah so we did it we did that we did we actually did a series of three we did um uh, rent money. We did marshmallow max profits and shitlord whip. <laughs> so it was kind of like all like a trifecta of making fun of the fruit beer scene, and they were all fruit beers, of course. That's... So you know we had a little fun with it, and you know that's that's what it's all about. So you know there's some there's some other projects in the works that haven't quite materialized yet that will be materializing, but for both you know, of us, I can't for both of us, yeah. But uh, you know we'll. This is this is really how Johnny gets us to do. This isn't what Rob's talking about. Isn't even with District ninety six, but like back in COVID and um, when we were all hanging out there, just I, I've, Rob and I started sharing stories about like, hey, did John ever say like he wanted to do like a collab with you? Like, yeah, yeah, he did say that. So that was like John's way of like kind of coercing us into like being there and hanging out around. I was like, yeah, 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 we should do a collab. We should do a collab. In my ears, like, oh, that'd be awesome. Like, you know, a collab with one of my favorite breweries. And then I talked to Rob and I'm like, Johnny Brenton to collab. He's like, oh, yeah, he mentioned that to me too. It's never happening. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like one day he'd be like, John, be like, hey, send me your uh, logo. I'm like, wow, it's happening. It's actually going to happen. No. no <laughs> Rob's no. like, I've sent him my logo a dozen and a half times. And it's never happening. No, it's that's all fun. This this was this beer right here was kind of a creation of Rob and I's too. So uh, we get just as much um, 
people can't hear what a beer oh, looks well, like. Oh, well, Rob was drinking it. SWO Snake World Order. So just even being able to now at this point with with having our you know our hands in you know with what John does at District 96 being behind the scenes a little bit so even like now we get more of a kick out of just helping a beer come to fruition whether it's a collaboration with another brewery or like the Snake World Order thing which was just a a running joke in a beer group a beer conversation on a group message that turned into you know a little phenomenon that two breweries jumped on and asked permission to use. And we're like, yeah, of course, that's awesome. So for us, it's, that's just as cool as having Hayes boys or Lorenzo, the beer cat pee on a can, in my opinion. <laughs> I was wrong. It was, it was Lorenzo that I've had. Would you rate it? How many nuggets? I, <laughs> I from I, zero I, to drugs. Where's that beer? Um, I, I, How many nuggets? Well, let me, let me open. I was just scrolling through my Instagram feed because I figured that if I drank it, I probably posted a photo of it. Well, when these next uh, rounds come out from from twelve percent, because they're going to do uh, the three versions that are, I think, Lorenzo family portrait and Bruno. I'll, I'll be sure to put a package together for you, Chris, so that you can see how many nuggets it is. <laughs> I'm. I am going. I'm going to look up to see if I rated it. I did not. I don't uh I don't really use untapped anymore. I had like three rating uh, three check-ins last year or something like that. I think that's the big takeaway from this. Uncapped does not use untapped. No. He has his own scaling <laughs> system <I'd>... of <laughs> zero to nugget next year. Yeah. Amazing. It's not something I'm proud of, but it's something I did. <laughs> so, Rob, you've been on podcasts like this. Do you prefer to be the question E or the questioner, the one that gets asked questions or the ones that kind of just gets to? I mean, I like just being the, the guy who just throws the like one random like one liners out. It's just so much easier. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to think about a script. Or I don't want to have to think about like trying to engage a conversation. I just want to either go on a rant about something or like throw. I a definitely one don't rant. want to be the guy that gets. I don't like to be the one answering the questions as much as it is as like being the one that asks the questions. That's what I've learned from my little bit of time doing podcasts. But I did like that, Chris. Like there was no preconceived. Like we didn't have to maybe give us questions and say these are the questions that we're going to ask you or anything. So that would take preparation. Well, there's some guy, I mean, we've literally had guests on America, the brutal that were like, they needed to know what was going to be asked. And then we completely I've had, asked um, whatever the fuck we want. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I've had, a, I've had a few breweries on that wanted um, a list of questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also had breweries that sent me like a, almost an agenda, which at first thought you'd think like that's obnoxious and horrendous, but like it made it so sure. easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's press release. Sure. Like I almost wanted, I almost wanted to hire them to do it for every, <laughs> for, for all of my guests. <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? Like. It, it, when you kind of do it unscripted too, it gives it a level a level of authenticity too. 
if it's so scripted down to like the responses that people are going to be given if you share something beforehand, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't have like a genuineness to it. I think that's the beauty of kind of like a free flowing conversation that you never know what somebody's going to ask or you know if I'm going to break Scott's balls or if I'm going to break your balls or if I'm going to break my own balls. Like it's things that need to just kind of happen organically. So I'll just makes it better when I have when I have a brewery on. I'll do a, like a little bit of research on them so I have at least some. Like if it's not someone I know, I do a tiny little bit of background research on them. But for the most part, I don't prepare any questions because I used to. And I found that I focused more on what I was going to ask next than listening to what the person was saying. And then, like, they would say something super interesting. And instead of me, like, following down that road and asking follow-up questions, I would ask what I had in my rundown of what i was going to ask next and then like completely ruin the um the conversation so then i just and then it, it was a lot easier to stop preparing <laughs> i think you've just i think you just justified it <laughs> you've just yeah. so i i know uh, that's also part of the whole thing about not wanting to do our own podcaster because there is a lot of preparation to it and there's a lot of planning and the two of us have real lives that we would be would would see hard well not even that that. like i mean it's good to be able to like be on a podcast and be like the guest on a podcast but when you're not like i can just take things off the rails yeah Yeah. this is how my brain works clearly you see the account my brain just works (laughs) in ways that are like very bizarre and i'll just, just totally derail a conversation and take it down a weird rabbit hole that's just out of control um yes i don't know that's kind of why i don't run my own podcast (laughs) <laughs> what um i don't want to ask what's your favorite brewery um because i'm betting you don't want to i did already that. so it's fine so oh, that's true you have uh what uh, yeah no one Rob would, anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just play listen i'll just say it's district because well i was gonna <laughs> tell you you weren't allowed to say that it was district um I would say, like locally. I mean, I I, I, I knew he was going to say that yeah. locally here in Jersey. I've never, I, I they, I've never had one of their beers, but I love them. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Um, um I have a good relationship with Tim. Uh, I have a good, really good relationship with Frank down there. I've gotten to know Cindy over the last year or two years, and they're just great people. All of them. I love them um, because they, they, they made they, a Homestar Runner glass. I don't want to be. No, they 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 make great beer and they're they're just great people. Um, at beyond New Jersey, um, obviously I love vitamin C. Uh, I love Dino. I love their beers. Yeah. Um, I really like smaller brewery like if, if they're called the North in Endicott, New York. They make really good stouts, um, and they're totally off the radar. Like they really specialize in dark beers. Um, so they're really cool. Um, you're going down the East Coast more, Florida. I'm a huge Calusa fan. Uh, their beers, I think, are fantastic. Some of the best in Florida. I think the, the 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 big thing that I've just noticed in the ones that Rob is mentioning, it's they're people that we like, right? Like you can't say anything, you know. Like I I find that definitely clouds my opinion of a brewery's beer but you know what i don't i don't even know if that's i don't even call it clouding it i mean dino's a good freaking guy yeah. uh 
you know, like, but I would like, I will spot any vitamin C beer, at least one nugget. <laughs> uh, Thank you. for <laughs> Because of how and much I like, of, I like Dino and, and Mikey. They're both Look, great people. Uh, yeah. I Mikey's mean, a, a label <laughs> can spike you, give you one nugget on something if you like the marketing aspect yeah. of it. There's a, there's a lot of two nuggets that'll, that'll do it. But good people that are in the business of, you know, understanding what it's all about, that means more to us these days than anything. I mean, like just the – after COVID happened, I think we kind of started to realize like where – who is open to like letting us be a part of like – some place to go, and that's what district was to us. Was some place that was open, was a restaurant, was a brew pub that was a, a safe place for us to hang out and created an outdoor space for us. And we love John. I mean, John's one of our closest friends, so it helps that the beer is really good. But I'm gonna. Rob said it before. Like we just want to help out somebody that's a good friend of ours. The group at Other Half, those are amazing people, and they're people that really helped me in the whole industry. And their beer is really good. So. It definitely helps that their beer is good, and I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up somebody that's you know just just because they're a nice guy. You brew some shitty beer. I'm not I'm not going to put you on some list that you're one of my favorites. But I mean, you tell me you go to Tin Barn one time and have a good time at Tin Barn, and tell me that the people there aren't amazing, and their beer doesn't suck either. It it's hard not to put them on a list and say that it's one of our our favorite breweries. You know. Just for the simple fact that they got two things going for them. Well, the tin bar thing is funny that you mention it because even before I, I got to know Lauren and I got to know Dale and obviously Rich is a good friend of ours. Um, I, I remember just going to visit Tin Barn and you know buying their beer and I I like their beer just even before. You know, I think I got to like their second or third release and I got back forty, which is one of their staple beers, and it was just really well done. Um, and then obviously you, you get to go to the, the, the site and see how it progressed and how they went from just serving beer to then food. And, you know, then they built out the back deck and then they made it like an entertainment. It's just a destination up in, up in like the middle of nowhere in New York State. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would say it, I totally get like a bias when you have friends who are, who are at places. Yeah. But, I mean, those guys earned their, earned their stripes even yeah. without – but it's also about the it's also about beforehand. the experience at this point and you know when when there's so much beer out there to actually have a good experience at a brewery to me means more than you know whether I think that their beer is is you know if if the place is run by a bunch of jerk offs and you the tap room is stale and in the middle of an industrial park and there's no vibe whatsoever that's fun to hang out with you know what it, your beer can be so can be twelve nuggets. I'm still not going to really you know really go for it. <laughs> I, I want the whole package. I want to like you know my time and, and the amount of beer I, I drink I is is important. The the environment definitely makes a huge difference. Also, um, Scott, who what brewery operates your f- favorite Instagram account? Well, like what what who what's the brewery you <laughs> think does an amazing job on instagram uh, no i was gonna say district but um no <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think a lot of breweries fall f- uh, are horrible at it you know quite honestly i think that there's way too many of them that have a missed opportunity to 
to hit a hit a market that they don't have, and they just rely on the fact that they've got good beer. Uh, some that run the best Instagram accounts, shit. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think good of question. one that like. I mean, that's kind of like the one thing that we've done with with district is tried to be have fun with it and you know have johnny you know i mean there's just there's ways to just take really great pictures of beer and sell the beer that way but you have to like in this day and age where people's attention span is like that of a gnat you need to like catch their attention sell beer make them laugh you know they want you to do you know a dozen different things in a course of you know seven seconds they have good photography. Yeah, districts. Yeah. Is, I mean, we like joke those. around about it because we, you know, we both work with them and help with them with their marketing <laughs> aspects of things. But um, I don't know. Let me try to shit. I mean, I would. I mean, I, I think you you nailed it there, Scott. Like, you know, you want to you want to try to stand out from the crowd a little bit. I know locally. Um, oh yeah, Lost Tavern is trying to do more of the I, real Lost the real Ta- stuff. Lost Tavern yes. was on my list. Their their Instagram yeah. account. It, do you want to hear my list? I'll get. I'll give you some inform- inspiration. Definitely. Lost Tavern. Uh, Dissolver. Yeah, I mean, just editing and, alone. And and uh, Barrel Culture. Barrel Culture. Okay. I've, I'd have to okay. check them out a little bit more, but I do agree that Lost Tavern. I mean, they have fun at the same time. Present their beer in a professional way. Uh, yeah. Beautiful yeah. photography. It's, I, I think that there's a part of it like that sometimes goes where it almost looks a little too professional, if that makes sense. Like I think, you know, places like Trillium and Vale and even other half, to an extent, like the, the breweries that were a lot smaller when we first started in this game, have now handed the reins over to like professional companies, right? To marketing companies yeah. and and it's almost like it almost looks too good right like the, for me there should be something that should be a little bit more guerrilla marketing to it like if i know that the the head brewer was out there taking a picture or making a reel or doing something there's something yeah. kind of cool about that <clears throat> as opposed to some you know marketing company that's doing it so like barrel barrel culture i love theirs because it's just beautiful photography um and it's one of their employees that that does it all there's there's actually a place up in seattle yeah, called awesome. cloudburst who who does like just like ridiculous shit and and i think that's like funny it's gritty it's like nothing no frills like they're doing they do memes they do they're just <laughs> funny like like that that to me is like I, I like like i love a place that has like a bit of grittiness to it and there's not like you just like them because they're they, not they've done that changed my mind <laughs> but you know like there's something to be said about a, a place that's trying to do something different from everybody else yeah. and, and i think I, I mentioned this earlier you know um there's a lot of breweries and beer accounts that just do the same shit which is like yeah. here here's a picture of my beer i'm gonna dress up I, i'm gonna get like a black background and like throw some shit in and, and one of these lighting things and make it look really really nice okay that's great i mean that's fantastic but everybody's doing that Thank you. <laughs> I, I listen. I only speak truths, Chris. So, I don't think we you know, knew that you did <laughs> pictures for beer before this, honestly. So, but you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, hey, you're trying to stand out in the crowd, but like, everybody's doing stuff like that. So, how do you make it? How do you? How do you even like just 
instead of just doing that consistently, how can you break that up? Uh, so like for every for every great picture of a beer with something that's like catching your eye, you know, can you throw something in? Can you throw a reel in that's funny that shows the personalities of the brewery or the brewers or the staff, the owners? Um, can you do a meme that's like a funny dig on something that they did that might have been a swing and a miss? Like, you know, h- how do you do that? How do you, well, how do you and I think when you do that, you audience engage every you know, you, you tick every box of beer nerddom, right? Like there's some of us that just want to laugh. There's some of us, there's some people that are amateur or, you know, think that they're the best photographer in the world and they want to see a, a nice, clean, crisp picture of a, of a beer with a black background. You have to be able to do it all to kind of, you know, capture it all. I use but, white know, backgrounds. I, mean, I, I want, I want to see a pour <laughs> of the beer too. I want to know what it's going to look like before I buy it. I think that that's, you know, it works. Right. And I want to see that, that they can have some fun at the same time for us. We kind of, we've been in this so long that, you know, it kind of takes a little bit more to impress us. Maybe, I don't know. Well, not even that we're just, you know, we, we enjoy, and I think we thrive off of the interactions with the people we meet now. Yeah. So we want to meet, um, you know, we want to meet people who have good personalities, who are passionate about what they're doing, that are trying to do something a little bit different. Um, you know, when you've kind of just been involved, listen, the, I, I fucking mentioned Delirium Tremens as a beer that's memorable to me. I've been drinking craft beer and just beer in general for a long time. And you're a closet you know, trogues I, lover. I, I'm a closet trogues lover. Um, you know, I just, I just want to. I want to be with good people. I want to be with cool people. I want to be with fun people who are kind of passionate about what they're doing. And to me, that's more important than the next best beer that, you know, and also people that just don't take themselves too seriously. You know, at the end of the day, it is beer. Yes. It's a business. Yes. It's somebody's livelihood, but you know, this is an escape for most of us from our regular lives. And for us to even have a little bit of a, part of you know the other side of the industry that's kind of like to me it's the natural progression of it all right like you start off it's like you know like like, look you start drinking lagers and then you get through all the phases and then you end all everybody ends up drinking lagers right so when you're when you're a (laughs) beer nerd taking pictures of beer I've seen more and more guys just fade away doing this and girls that just kind of got bored with it or didn't get their response from it and I can tell you that if, if I didn't start looking into the other side of the industry, like how the sausage is made, so to speak, I would have gotten bored too. And I probably would have phased out of it and I probably would have moved on to something else. You know, I'm I'm one of those guys that like I jump in with both feet, you know, and 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 I I go hard for something. If I'm really passionate about something, whether it's sports or whatever it is, I really go for it. So there's you've got to you've got to well, Make, that's it too. Making, making it reels. Is. I don't care if it's, if it's. Hey, Rob, you're. Rob, you're on your phone, right? Yeah. But and Scott, are you on your phone? No, right now. Yeah. Are right you now? On... No, I'm. I'm on I'm my on iPad. Phone. Oh, okay. But you're you. Okay. I I was gonna ask you to to grade my latest reel to see how it stood up to a. A Lorenzo beer cat reel. But... I'll have to check it. No, out. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say it's a. I'd say it's one point six nine nuggets. I have the untapped. Uh, the, Let me see. The I'll uncapped get, special. I'll get my daughter's phone and I'll do it. I'll first one. Um, 
what non-brewery Instagram account is your favorite? You're not allowed oh. to choose each other's. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I, like, I, I, I like your content. Um, thank you. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, there's so many great ones out there right now. I mean, I, again, I, I go back to like who's my friends and whose stuff do I really like the most. I mean, I think in terms of photography, Jose, Yankee Runner, 77, to me, takes some beautiful pictures of just beer. It's consistent. He's – you know, he, he does a lot with Boca. I love Jose's pictures. Um, be far, you'd be hard pressed to go back and find a post that I hadn't liked of his. Um, in terms of reels, I don't know who's done some really funny stuff. There's some funny ones out there that I just think are hilarious, but aren't. I mean, listen, I could I could go through my friends' pages, but my one of my favorite pages to follow and i love the content it's a page called upsetting pints it's based out of europe and it's all that it is is like shitty pours of beer that have too much head or (laughs) i've seen that yeah or or there's like no it looks like apple juice and like there's just dumb things i and and they're great like i i I interact with with whoever runs that account They'll, they'll like sometimes take some of my stuff because it's like an American the flair. haircut one? It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's great. Is that good? I've, it's a it's definitely going viral and I like I want to do it with the cats like right before they – right before they go get groomed. <laughs> like just take a mangy picture of them and then just have them looking like spiffy as fuck. But yeah, that – no. It's, that's that's, that's Lorenzo the seconds, beer cat dude. approved. Good job. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not completely happy with the lip syncing yeah, yeah. on it. No, I don't. But I just could not get it right. I could give you some tips on that. I, working with um, non-professionals like John Potenza at uh, District 96, <laughs> he is not the best lip syncer in the world. I think the best thing I can advice I can say to you on that is play it, say it, and then go back and just kind of snip it so that you're basically eliminating the parts you almost hear it you're saying it and then you just have to shorten it a little bit in the beginning if that makes sense do you yeah yeah um i think i may have not chose no i definitely used the right one because you know like there will be a bunch of different versions whenever something Mm -hmm. goes viral but the the original one for that one was the grandma so that was the right audio but it it just seemed like no matter how many times i did it like it seemed like perfect while I was recording it, but the t- like sometimes the you just have to just video it in your just with your with your with your phone without the audio. You know it, you know the timing of it. You do it and then go back. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it was because I was trying to record it through yeah. Instagram. My cats are horrible uh, lip syncers. Do you so follow? Don't worry about it. Uh, the worst. <laughs> Do you follow the blonde brewer? Uh, maybe. She sounds like some sounds like something Rob and I would follow. So <laughs> it's a very it, it's it's very formulaic. They veer a little bit, but it's it's a husband and wife couple that own a brewery out in somewhere on the west coast. I can't remember where. And they all I do not follow this account. Well, it's hilarious. At least I find it hilarious. So Holy the, shit, 324,000 followers. Yes. That's uh, something. So the husband 
will say something to the woman to like they'll have an interaction where he has like some kind of pun where he makes fun of her and then he spins around with the camera like locked on his face and like it's in slow motion while it plays um coolio's gangster paradise and like as he's walking away she tags him in the back of the head and throws something at her then they'll also do ones where it's reversed and she makes fun of him and she'll do the same turnaround thing and it plays a song it's like baby i'm a gangster too so but the funniest part is they recently had coolio and and a couple of their reels <laughs> listen i'm i'm happy to uh have comments from hoppy floppy and a couple of my memes so <laughs> That that also is an accomplishment. Probably probably yeah. a bigger one than getting Coolio. In terms of beer circles, it might be. Yeah, I don't. We lost. Uh, we lost Scott. Um, we lost the cat. Yeah, hopefully he goes, comes back in because he may we lost the cat. He's off chasing his tail on the internet. He he may have been lost from the episode if he doesn't join back in because I don't think he was fully uploaded. Um. That's amazing. Even even better. Yeah. So, oh, there he is. Hey, hey, the cat's back. Yeah. The cat came back. <laughs> the very what, next segment. What happened there? Because. Sorry. You, okay. Are you still on the same? Okay. It's catching back up. I was worried that you were on a different device and we lost all of your. The, the whole episode. Don't worry. No, we didn't say, we didn't say anything about you while you were out. I uh, but yeah. Definitely follow um, the Blonde Brewer. They're pretty funny. All right, gentlemen, I'm out of questions, um, and it's late, and I'm tired. I have to get up early. Um, so We have snow days tomorrow. Oh, there's snow up Beautiful there? Thing. That's not fair. No, they just canceled school. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thinking it's going to be I'm sure five or six inches here. Do you really think it's going to get there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're supposed to get ice, too. So Yeah. We'll see. Our kids will be off tomorrow, so we will be on daddy duty oh. and at least i will be so i will be as well that's why I'll, my... be, I'll be at work um but thank you gentlemen so much for joining me i i hope everyone enjoyed listening uh everyone should follow these two accounts at Hayes boys with a z like the kids spell it and uh lorenzo the beer cat which one is that that's the man himself oh that is lorenzo that is lorenzo um, you can't see Lorenzo, but he's here. So thank you guys, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Good night, Rob. Thanks again, Chris. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.